Get your fill of baseball news and beer reviews at foulballarea.com. Follow our blog for the latest news around the baseball world and read about some of our favorite ballpark beers. Tune into the podcast every Wednesday as we take a deep dive into the topics of the day. Stay connected by signing up for our mailing list or following us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Foulball Area. Now, here's today's episode of the Foulball Area Podcast with Matthew Atkins and Trey Lyle. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the latest episode of the Foulball Area Podcast. I'm your host, Matthew Atkins, alongside my co-host, Trey Lyle. And we are excited for another week of baseball talk. A lot of stuff going on around Major League Baseball. A lot of exciting games over the past week. A whole lot of stuff to talk about. And we're going to break it all down over the next 30 minutes or so. Trey, how are you doing on this fine day? I'm doing really good, Matt. You know, just staying busy with work and and everything that might be. But uh, it's just, you know, it's been fun times here. And... uh, Ready to talk some baseball and get this podcast going. And uh, should I should I break the broom out after this week? I guess you should. After a big sweep by the should. Yankees, two oddest teams in baseball meet, and we'll get yeah, uh, a meet the Yankees get it done. I mean, uh, I told you my nerves going into the final inning, and it wasn't because of the game. Uh, I may or may not have hit on a pretty good parlay uh, because of the Yankees uh, winning that game, and so. Uh, but it felt good to get two wins, uh, and they've won 11 straight going into a series as we record this Thursday night against Oakland. So, and they that really game, that game on Tuesday night. I just it was a very good game. It, it was, was a very it was a entertaining game, game. But I was upset because I had to get up early on Wednesday, so I was trying to go to bed. I also and... had to get up early on Wednesday, <laughs> so I'm right behind you. And it goes into the bottom of the ninth inning, and the Braves were down, what, two runs? And they somehow, with two outs, they somehow keep prolonging the game, and they, they get a couple of runs across by walks, so they come within one run of the Yankees, bases loaded, tying run at third, winning run at second base, and they end the game on a ground out. I was like, you, you made me wait up like an extra hour for that just to end the game just like that i mean it, it was a very entertaining game i thought i thought it was going to end so many times and they kept prolonging it i thought there was a shot at the braves winning that game but ultimately they ended up losing the yankees did sweep them in two games i was you know they were hot both teams were very hot going into that game or into the series i think they had both won nine straight going into the series and now the braves have lost two straight and so I'm not feeling great about their momentum right now, especially because they have the Giants and the Dodgers as their next two opponents. And they had a weird two-day off stretch after playing the Yankees. They were off Wednesday and Thursday at home, too. They, they were playing the Yankees at home, and now they play the Giants at home this weekend. So I don't know what those two days off were, but maybe they'll be able to rest, recuperate, and come out strong against the Giants this weekend. But the Yankees, like you said, they have won 11 straight going into the series against the A's, and they're looking very good still. Yeah, and the big question is, and I'd love to get your opinion on this. Ooh, as you have a glass of wine with the episode, fancy. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, we're recording this on Thursday night. Um, we just finished dinner. I made a very nice garlic parmesan risotto with some Spanish wine. It was, uh, it was a very nice dinner, if I say so myself. Look at you getting fancy for your fiance. So you know, she's usually the fancy cook. I have to step it up some nights. Uh, well, I'm proud of you, Matthew. 
And uh, can the can the New York Yankees? Uh, obviously, I mean, if they keep winning like they do, especially if they in this series with Oakland, they'll basically set themselves up. They're already up three games in the wild card. Um, they'll pretty much secure themselves a playoff spot come this weekend, given if they're up multiple, you know, five or six games. But the real question is now, can they catch the rates? They're four and a half back, and. You know, despite the strong, the, the greatness that the Yankees have played, the Rays are playing good baseball too, eight and two in their last ten. And uh, the bad part is, they're facing the hottest team in baseball. Winners are two straight: the Baltimore Orioles this upcoming weekend. <laughs> uh, so, could do you think the New York Yankees could catch Tampa? I don't think so. I think the Rays are too good. I think that. They've been playing good baseball all season long. The Yankees are playing really good right now, but the Rays have been good consistently all season, and I think they're going to continue to play really good baseball. And I think that when it comes down to it, you know, bullpens are a huge deal, obviously, in the postseason and getting to the postseason in September. And that's where the Rays have the Yankees beat. The Rays have a very solid bullpen, and the Yankees just have a lot of questions about their bullpen. I mean, that, that's. I think that's the area of the Yankees with the most questions surrounding it because no one knows what's going on with the bullpen on any given night. Is Chapman going to close? Is Luizaga going to close? Is Peralta going to come in? No one ever knows what's going to happen. So there's so many questions with the Yankees bullpen. I think when you look at relief pitchers, that's where the Rays have them be, and I think that's going to be a huge advantage for Tampa Bay. I think they're going to end up winning this division. I agree with you. However, I think the Yankees are playing better baseball right now, and I think I'd pick them to beat them, I think, because the Rays have the best record in the American League in the ALCS. I just think, I mean, look at the opponents they're playing. I mentioned I mentioned how they're playing, you know, the Orioles this week, and then they open a four-game series with the Red Sox. This is the Rays, by the way. Then they have the Twins. Then they have the Red Sox again, and then they go Tigers, Blue Jays, Tigers, Blue Jays, Marlins, Astros. So that's really, you know, a, a favorable schedule down the stretch for Tampa Bay. Uh, you know, the only team really outside of Houston that is contending for a playoff spot is Boston, who's not played really good late either. And so it, it's definitely a favorable schedule for Tampa Bay. And four and a half is such a big gap. Could I see it getting done? Yes, but do I do I think it will? No. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're on the same page there. I, th- I mean – Wild card spot is definitely looking very likely for the Yankees. Uh, I think I think they'll be able to hold on to that. They've got it right now. When what are they? Uh, I mean, three up, three up, and three they play the up, uh, yeah. they play the uh, the A's who are in that first non wild card spot. So if they win, you know, even if they get win two of the three games, that goes they go. You're up four games at this point, and you know you still have to you still play Boston a couple of times, which is the team contending in the wild cards. The Yankees are very much situated and. Part of the back of, and the reason why they're starting to look really good uh, is welcome back, Giancarlo Stanton. Yeah. I mean, back, he hit home runs in both nights against Atlanta. This guy, you know, Judge is looking really good. He had a, th- this team, I know, like had a heartbreaking loss to, their, which is their last loss, ironically, in the in the Field of Dreams game. But it, it sent a, a shockwave through, you know, their best hitters. Joey Gallo has looked really good. You know, I think their lineup coming into the postseason, you know, they'll have Luke Voigt at DH and they'll put the outfield of Judge, um, Judge Gallo and Stanton. And if they can roll out that outfield and defensively they can hold up, that's 
you know, their infield will be fine. It's their outfield I would worry about, especially with, you know, Judge moving to center, and even though I trust it, it that's a that's a tough team to beat, you know, beat multiple times in a series. Can we just talk real quick about how insane that outfield is? Because I think this past week against the Braves when they were playing in Atlanta was the first time we saw uh, Stanton in the outfield in a while. And with him and Judge and Gallo, all three of them out there, I mean, those are some big guys out there in the outfield. Like, that's not that, – that many big guys all together, that's not what you expect in a baseball game. I mean, they look like football players or basketball players out there. I mean, yeah. everyone knows how, how big Aaron Judge is, but Joey Gallo is 6'5", 250. Giancarlo Stanton obviously is a mountain of a man. So, I mean, that's a big outfield that they have. 6'5", 250 is Joey Gallo. 6'7", 282 is Aaron Judge. And 6'6", 245 is Giancarlo Stanton. <laughs> Jeez. Let's yeah. just put it this way. The the top five hitters for the Yankees, the smallest guy is probably Anthony Rizzo at 6'3", 240. Voight's 6'3", 255. And that's your top five hitters. I mean, maybe they should just put them. The Giants on a might need them. Team. The Giants and the Jets desperately might need them. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. yeah. And, and lend he, them out to one of the football teams for the fall. So I'm not ready to jump off the White Sox bandwagon despite their struggles. But man, I'm ready. I mean, I I'm glad I bet on the Yankees early in the year to win the American League as a full safe. Let's just put it that way how I feel about this team because they're you can't argue they're playing the best baseball in the league right now. And, you know, if they get hot, they have the talent to do it. This could be much like the Nationals team two years ago that they just got hot right at the right time with the right roster and it carries them, you know, to the World Series. Yeah. I'm not going that far yeah, yet. I don't I'm, think it's going to no. happen. There, it's uh, definitely Willis possible, Chapman though. needs to find control and his fastball yeah. back, but – I mean, you roll that lineup out. <laughs> you got – and you're going to maybe add Luis Severino. You know, obviously, Glaber Torres should be coming back soon. You're going to get two games from Garrett Cole. Like – Yeah, it's – I mean, they, they look really good. And the way they are playing, they could definitely make a deep postseason run. But I'm so, I'm still high on the White Sox. I, still I think, agree. I, I still I, think I'm the White thinking, Sox are the team to beat. I I agree. I I think despite the struggles, I think Chicago is the best team in the American League. Uh, I agree with you. But I am just, it, it is tantalizing. I I, you asked me two months ago, would a Braves Yankees World Series happen? I say no, but it's looking more likely as the days go on, which is would be in, the most interesting thing to ever happen in this podcast. Speaking of the uh, the World Series. MLB announced this week the postseason schedule for the 2021 season. I saw. And one interesting tidbit, if the World Series goes to Game 7, it'll take place on November 3rd, which will be the latest since 2009. So a later postseason this year. The uh, American League wildcard game kicks things off on October 5th. The National League wildcard game on the next day. And then the AL Division Series will begin on October 7th, NLDS on October 8th, the ALCS will begin on October 15th, the NLCS on the 16th, and then the World Series kicks off October 26th. And like I said, November or November 3rd would be Game 7, the latest one since 2009. So a little bit of a late start to the postseason, but November baseball is always a fun thing. Yeah, it should be interesting how it works out with the latest part of the season. A team that might not make the postseason 
who we thought were a lock early on, the San Diego Padres. Granted, a couple of injuries have affected them, but two and eight in the last ten. They are now one game back, one full game back of Cincinnati in that second wild card spot. Is this just you know a, a case of you're in a really good division and you know that's the team you face most likely and attrition happens and one team has to kind of get whittled off and that's going to be San Diego this year, or is it just this team struggling of late and you know injuries have affected them? I think they're actually struggling. They're actually having a tough time. I mean, they're, yeah, they're playing really good teams in the Giants and the Dodgers, but you look at the way they're playing, they are struggling a little bit, and they have some areas of concern. They have some uh, you know, some things they need to address. The pitching isn't exactly there. Blake Snell had a great game on Wednesday night against the Dodgers, but you know, the, the pitching has been a little rough. Of course, they fired pitching coach Larry Rothschild, so... They thought it was bad enough to get rid of their pitching coach. So, yeah, they've got some issues, and they got some things they need to work out if they're going to uh, turn this around and end up getting that wild card spot back because right now it's not looking good for the Padres. And like you said, we did think they were a lock. We thought – I mean, I, I don't know if either of us picked them to win the division because we thought the Dodgers were obviously going to win the division, and that's looking like a silly pick now. But, yeah, I, we thought the Padres were going to be a really good team this year just based off what they did last season, and they started off really well. They played really well the first half of the season, and now we're seeing who they really are, and they can't last a whole season with the team that they had. And obviously you can't control injuries, and every team has to deal with that, and it's really unfortunate. But, yeah, yeah I, mean, I mean, they're not a very good team right now, and I, I am not very confident that they'll end up getting that wild card spot back because the Reds are playing really good baseball. I, I still see it. I, I still see it. They have enough talent in their team. Tatis is phenomenal. And the NL yeah, he is. MVP. And, you know, I I still think they get it done. Um, I hope they get it done. I want to see it. That oh, one game, Dodgers, Padres, like that game always delivers. And you're going to add the wild card in there. Man, can we just have TBS get Vince Scully to come out of retirement for one game and call it? Like, can we do that? I think they get it. I think they get the analog card. E- either one. I mean, I'll take Matt in that excursion for Fox or the GOAT, Ernie Johnson, for for TBS. Whatever works out. I mean, that, that game, the, the <laughs> Dodgers and the Padres, it is such a good matchup every time it happens. And like, like we said, Wednesday night was a fantastic game. Blake Snell, he, he gets forgotten because this game went 16 innings and lasted almost six hours that Blake Snell is forgotten, even though he pitched a really good game, went into the eighth inning, pitched, I think, a career-high 122 pitches. So a very, very good performance from Blake Snell, and something that we don't usually see from him going seven-plus innings, pitching over 100 pitches. So really, uh, a really solid performance from Blake Snell. But it was a one nothing game, and then Will Smith hit a game-tying home run in the eighth inning off of Snell, and then... Neither team could score until I think the 15th inning was when they finally got more runs across. And the final score was, I think, 5-3. to three. The Dodgers ended up winning. So a very entertaining game. 16 innings. That's the longest we've seen since the uh, runner on second base rule started last season. So a very long, entertaining game. But that's what you get when you get these two teams together. It's a very competitive back and forth, never know who's going to make a move, who's going to win type of game. And I, I would love to see that in the wild card. So I, I am rooting for the Padres. I hope they can turn things around. I hope that they can start playing better baseball and make it to that wild card spot, overtake the Reds. Cause I want to see them and the Dodgers match up in the playoffs. It'd be so entertaining. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, something to keep an eye on both, uh, 
Buster Posey out right now for the Giants, obviously still a contributing catcher for the best team maybe in baseball right now. Uh, it's between them and obviously the Dodgers in terms of talent. Uh, something to keep an eye on as this you know season unfolds. So any comment on that, Matt? Uh, yeah, that's unfortunate. I mean, obviously he has – He's a, a huge piece of that team, but Kirk Sally's been playing really well for the Giants also, and so having those two guys, you know, being able to rotate out has been huge for the for the Giants. But obviously, Buster Posey is still one of the best catchers in the league, so got to hope that he's able to get back healthy for the Giants soon. Eighty-two and forty-four is their record right now. That's just phenomenal. Like the fact that they're doing this with you know their expectations is is pretty good and. It, uh, to your credit, Matt, and I, I jumped on very soon after. You called them contenders early on in this season. Uh, do you think in a seven-game series or a five-game series, give me that, which they'll play presumably against the Dodgers, do you favor them in that, or do you think it's the Dodgers to lose? It's tough. All right, so I'm going to look at the pitching first. I mean, the, the Dodgers obviously have – a phenomenal rotation with Clayton Kershaw, if he Walker comes back. Bueller, Max Scherzer. So, I mean, the, they obviously have a phenomenal rotation. The Giants have good pitchers. Uh, Kevin Gossman had a fantastic start to the season. Of course, he's on the injured list right now. So, I mean, Logan Webb's been pitching really well. Alex Wood and Johnny Cueto are obviously still solid guys. They're not great. So, I think the Dodgers have the advantage in the rotation. And if you just look at the team on paper, the Dodgers have the rota- or have the advantage at any position in the lineup. But the way the Giants have been playing, I think I've got to give it to the Giants. They've just been playing really, really well this year. They don't have many stars in this lineup, many big bats. You know, no one guy that you look to to get a big hit all the time. But they've just got a really solid team, and they're playing team baseball. So I'd give it to the Giants. I just think they've been playing really, really well this year. I still want to go with the Dodgers. I just, I trust their talent. I trust their ability to win these games. And they have too much talent on their team to just not win. And, and so, you know, I, and I'm a, I'm of the Ric Flair mantra of to beat the man, you to be the man, you have to beat the man. And so until I see the Dodgers lose, I'm still going to favor them. Yeah. You know, it will be it will be fun if uh if the you know if the season ended today we had the standings as they are right now. And say the Dodgers and the Reds in the wild card, the Dodgers win while the wild card game, and then they go on and face the Giants in the NLDS. Obviously it'd be more exciting if they could face each other in the NLCS, but if they could face each other in the NLDS, it'd still be a fun series. It'd be entertaining. So that'd be something to look forward to in the postseason. If you are the Giants, you rather take them in five? you think it's more likely you can beat them three out of five than four out of seven? Yeah, I think so. I think it would probably go a long – I think it would be a longer series. Okay. Moving on, Um, another bad team we can talk about is what happened to the Mets. Obviously, I saw a tweet today. Someone tweeted, like, second notice richer in sports, and all the Mets did to improve was, you know, basically improve shortstop, which – Come to think of it, is good. I think what hurt the Mets a lot is you're not having Jacob DeGrom play, which probably is now shut down for the year, all things considered. But, uh, man, 
what happened? Well, I mean, obviously the Jacob Degrom injury was a big. But part the fall of, it, of this but, this much. Yeah, I mean, we talked about this last week. It, <laughs> they're the Mets. That's all the explanation you really need. That is a good point. It, it it's terrible for them and for their fans, but I don't know. I, I mean, I expected it. I didn't expect them to play well all season and to, to win the division. So I'm not really surprised. They're the Mets. There you have it. Uh, Matt, anything else you have your eye on in, in the baseball world? Uh, Trey, I hear you've been doing pretty good at the uh, sports betting recently. I, I think I, we might have to start a uh, Trey's Tips segment. Um, Just uh, maybe uh, right now. It bet the White Sox because somehow they're the third favorite in the American League. Bet the White Sox to win the American League. High plus it's plus. I have to look it back up. I think it's plus three twenty five. That's where I've gotten it at on uh, Bet MGM. So uh, that's a good futures bet. Always look at pitching matchup is my suggestion. You know, don't be afraid to just bet bet for Garrett Cole to win. You most likely going to win your money. And also, you need an incredible amount of luck. And also, this is uh. Gamble responsibly, folks. That's another yes, thing I might add. Of course. And, and just to say, I'm I'm pulling it up now. Actually, there's a second favorite, plus two eighty to win the American League. So just right. just wanted to throw that in. Yeah. And if you think the Rays or the Yankees could win the AL, you can bet divisional winning team plus one thirty. That's actually pretty intriguing. So you would basically get the Rays and the Yankees, and maybe even the Red Sox, depending on who gets that second wild card spot. So you mentioned them earlier. You called them the hottest team in baseball, and I don't quite know about that. But the Baltimore Orioles finally won a game. They had a 19 Not just one game. game. They've won today. Yeah, they've won two now. Two in a row row now. Against the Angels. And, you know, the Angels aren't a great team this year, but they're not bad. And when you've lost 19 straight, you'll take any win. But beating the Angels has got to feel pretty good for them, especially going against Shohei Otani. And they really took it to him. I mean, they beat up on Shohei Otani the other day and then they came out and won the second game on Thursday so big couple of wins for the Orioles they have earned back-to-back wins for the first time since July 30th and 31st they lost 19 in a row they finally finally got a win I mean that it's got to be a really tough stretch I mean obviously losing is not fun but just being on a team that's losing that much every day it's got to be tough mentally on the guys. Absolutely, I, I uh, they're bad. Like, <laughs> there's no other way to put it. We all knew they were going to be bad. Um, a couple teams have, you know, have looked pretty well. You know, the the Detroit Tigers are hovering around 500, which credit to them. So, it, it's been fun, and so, yeah, I don't have much to say yeah. about the Orioles. <laughs> like. <laughs> They're the Orioles, man. I was just making a joke earlier. All right, Trey, let's wrap it up with this. Obviously, you're looking forward to the Yankees in the A's series this weekend. I'm looking forward to the Giants and the Braves, see if the Braves can get some momentum back and get a couple of wins against the best team in the National League. But aside from those two series, what are you looking forward to this coming weekend in Major League Baseball? Let me look at the schedule real quick as I pull it up. I think I'm looking forward to this series between the Padres and the Angels because like like we've talked about, the Padres have been struggling. They're looking to regain their spot as the wild card team, They're looking to take over the Reds. 
the Angels are not a bad team. They can provide some good competition. So I think that this Padres-Angels series is going to be obviously really important for the Padres. I don't think the Angels are going to make it to the postseason. But this series is huge for the Padres because they have to try to get some wins anywhere they can, try to make up any ground that they can. So I think going out against the Angels, hosting them, or no, they're, they're visiting the Angels in Los Angeles. It's going to be a huge series for the Padres. And the Reds this weekend are taking on the Marlins. So they're probably going to get a couple of wins there. So, yeah, I mean, you got to hope for the Padres that the Reds don't do so well against the Marlins. But the Padres really just need to worry about themselves and take care of their business, see what they can do against the Angels this weekend. Well, other than the... the uh... I, the beauty of the suck bowl between the Nats and the, the Mets as they're playing of late. How about the battle for Chicago? We're going a lot better a couple months ago, but you know, you probably can always get some fun out of Chicago, Chicago Cubs, Cubs, White Sox, you know, later in the afternoon. So, or later this weekend, starting this weekend. So I'll go with White Sox Cubs as a game to look out for. Just always go with the rivalry game. Yeah. I'm sure it'll still be entertaining in the White Sox. Still one of the best teams in the American League. Got to see what they can do. Well, that will do it for this edition of the Foul Ball Area Podcast. Make sure you uh, rate and subscribe wherever you get this podcast. Give us a five-star review. We'd love to hear your feedback about it. Give us your thoughts on what's your favorite series this weekend. Who do you think is going to win it all? Best bet you've seen around the baseball season. Let us know. At Mackins21, at Trey Lyle VT, at Foul Ball Area, wherever, you know, Facebook, Instagram, the Twitter sphere, whatever it may be, make sure you try that as well. For Matt Atkins, I'm Trey Lyle signing off for another week of the Foul Ball Area Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Foul Ball Area Podcast. Make sure to leave a review and a rating wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe so you get new episodes as soon as they come out.